This man is my chosen instrument to bring my name before the pagans. This is the first reading from Acts 9, verses 1 to 20. Saul was still breathing threats to slaughter the Lord's disciples. He had gone to the high priest and asked for letters addressed to the synagogues in Damascus that would authorise him to arrest and take Jer Jerusalem any followers of the way, men or women, that he could find. Suddenly, while he was travelling to Damascus, and just before he reached the city, there came a light from heaven all around him. He fell to the ground, and then he heard a voice saying, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Who are you, Lord? He asked, and the voice answered, I am Jesus, and you are persecuting me. Go up now, and go into the city, and you will be told what you have to do. The men travelling with Saul stood there speechless, for though they heard the voice, they could see no one. Saul got up from the ground, but even with his eyes wide open, he could see nothing at all, and they had to lead him into Damascus by the hand. For three days he was without his sight, and took neither food nor drink. A disciple called Ananias, who lived in Damascus, had a vision in which he heard the Lord say to him, Ananias. And when he replied, Here I am, Lord, the Lord said, You must go to Straight Street and ask at those house of Judas for someone called Saul, who comes from Tarsus. At this moment he is praying, having had a vision of a man called Ananias coming in and laying hands on him to give him back his sight. When he heard that, Ananias said, Lord, several people have told me about this man and all the harm he has been doing to your saints in Jerusalem. He has only come here because he holds a warrant from the chief priest to arrest everybody who invokes your name. The Lord replied, you must go all the same because this man is my chosen instrument to bring my name before pagans and pagan kings and before the people of Israel. I myself will show him how much he himself must suffer for my name. Then Ananias went. He entered the house and at once laid his hands on Saul and said, Brother Saul, I have been sent by the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on your way here so that you may recover your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately, it was as though scales fell away from Saul's eyes and he could see again. So he was baptised there and then, and after taking some food, he regained his strength. He began preaching in the synagogues, Jesus is the Son of God. The responsorial psalm is Psalm 116 and 117, and it says, Go out to the whole world, proclaim the good news. O praise the Lord, all you nations, acclaim him, all you peoples. Go out to the whole world, Proclaim the good news. Strong is his love for us. He is faithful forever. Go out to the whole world. Proclaim the good news. Alleluia, alleluia. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood lives in me and I live in him, says the Lord. Alleluia.
And it's interesting because I'm recording this the day before. I'm recording this, well, on the night before. So on Thursday night. And this is for Friday. The 28th of April. 2023. And ultimately... I got this message today that, you know, I was like, okay, God, what do you want me to do? <laughs> I was like, and just, you know, I didn't know what to do in that point. There was an, in terms of like how to follow on with the next part of my day, like where to go from there. And everything was so chilled and relaxed. And that's what I got through was like, preach the good news. And I just wrote it down, like, preach the good news. So I went on um, to the broadcast, to the podcast. And I shared the word of God from the liturgy for the Thursday. So that's what I did. That's how I did it. And I tried to do it in any other way that I could, just by walking the walk um, and sharing it that way. But obviously with the word as well in this way. Next, we go on to the Gospel of John and it's chapter 6, verses 52 to 59. Now, Jesus told everybody, as you heard in the last part there, to eat his flesh and drink his blood. Now, obviously, this is a spiritual type of thing. It's not asking people to be cannibalistic. And it's not all about any type or shape or form of bread. When people have bread in communion, that is a form of communion and remembrance. But this is the reason why many people cannot move on and go into <laughs> what God's commanded them to do and be appropriate, which is to understand that it's a spiritual bread that's broken. Okay, let's go. The Jews started arguing with one another. How can this man give us his flesh to eat? They said, Jesus replied, I tell you most solemnly, if you do not eat the flesh of the son of man and drink his blood, you will not have life in you. Anyone who does eat my flesh and drink my blood has eternal life. And I shall raise him up on the last day for my flesh is real food and my blood is real drink. And he who eats my flesh and drinks my blood lives in me. And I live in him. As I, who am sent by the living Father, myself, draw life from the Father, as whoever eats me will draw life from me. This is the bread come down from heaven. Not like the bread our ancestors ate, they are dead, but anyone who eats this bread will live forever. He taught this doctrine at Capernaum in the synagogue. Now, <laughs> I'm just giggling because obviously I know who, who this liturgy is for. And it makes people like that come across as if they're vampires or something. But it does go on a little bit further than this. And this is what perhaps they don't want to share. Let's see how it goes. Let's go past 59, shall we? Hmm. Let's read the full chapter, shall we? Right, or maybe it's going on to the next chapter after that. Let's see. Here we go. Here we go, there we go, there we go. Many therefore of his disciples, when they had heard this, said, This is an hard saying. Who can hear it? When Jesus knew in himself that his disciples murmured at it, he said unto them, Doth this offend you? What, and if you shall see the Son of Man ascend up where he was before? It is the Spirit. Yes. It is the Spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. That's what he's talking about when he's talking about bread. It's the spirit. But what happened? 
What happened? What happened to everybody? Well, here's what happened. But there are some of you that believe not. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were that believed not and who would should betray him. And he said, Therefore I said, I unto you, that no man can come unto me except it were given unto him of my father. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Hmm. Then said Jesus unto the twelve, Will ye also go away? And Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life, and we believe and are sure that thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered them, Have not I chosen you, twelve? And one of you is a devil. He spake of Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. Ah, for he it was that should betray him, being one of the twelve. Ah, there we go. Right, I, I understand how some people now will say that certain people are like, be like, oh, that's the devil. Um, and so it's pertaining to those that don't believe and don't follow after the fact that it is the spirit and that's that's all that's required is the spirit that gives life and to understand that the flesh profiteth nothing. It is the words that he speaks. And that is also though the reason that even the Eucharist um, transfigures as well. Um, or transubstantiates is what I meant to say. Right, there we go. And so the end part there though is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I don't know you and I don't want to till the moment you're